Voices. This is Peter Roper, past president and fellow of the PSA, and it's my pleasure to welcome you to this edition. The thing about Moving Voices for me has always been a combination of things. It's about getting some learning, some knowledge, some information, some education, to listen to some people perhaps we'd love to have spent some time with, but perhaps just didn't get the opportunity to, say at one of our many conventions or uh, meetings, etc., or just, in fact, to listen to some old pals. Now, the first thing I want to cover is the Spring Convention, which seems a long time ago, but actually it's only a handful of weeks. And I want to put a, a group of interviews together with our current president, Graham Jones, an old mate, Paul Archer, who put a lot of time and effort into the Midlands chapter some years ago, and our very own current president of the GSF, Alan Stevens. So I'm sitting here quietly out of the way of Bedlam in the Spring Convention with Graham Jones, our current president. It is Bedlam in there, isn't it? It's chaos in there, isn't it? With everybody moving chairs and moving tables because they're in the middle of Meet the Experts. So there's half a dozen experts in there and you can just go and sit at their table and you can you know, just quiz them, learn from them, soak up all their expertise to help improve your business. So it's organised chaos, really, but everybody is really buzzing and thriving and asking questions and really enjoying talking to those experts. I think, uh, I don't know about you, but so many of the, uh, the members that I've spoken to over the years, they all get such a kick out of Meet the Bros so often people say that's the event that's the one for me, that's the one it's got to be Um, so you can see they're enjoying it but this of course is the spring convention, I know you want to share about the next convention well you see the spring convention has a great buzz everybody is uh, really excited uh, but it's only three quarters of a day really because we start at ten and we finish at four so you know it's only six hours worth of of stuff and so everybody's really excited, we've had several people join already uh, new members who've been so thrilled by what they've seen today they've already signed up but at the autumn convention on the 7th and 8th of October we have two days of uh, of stuff uh, where people can come there's a great workshop about working with chief executives we've got Terry Brock coming over from the United States who's going to be our closing keynote speaker who is going to tell us about all the wonderful new technologies and things that we can use in the marketing of our business that will be a really dynamic exciting event and I can promise you that even before that you will get a chance to see Terry using all of the exciting technology he's going to be talking about because there will be an exclusive online video for members of the PSA to see what's going to happen at the convention. So all the speakers who are going to be speaking at the convention will be online on video talking about exactly what they're going to be doing. Terry Brock will be hosting that for us uh, later in the year. That's fantastic. I, I can't remember how many years back it was the last time we saw Terry, but I mean, he wowed, absolutely wowed the, the, everybody that was there. So I, for one, can't wait to, to see Terry again because he's always so up to date, isn't he? I mean, that's the key thing. So the convention's not far away. Just say the dates again. It's the 7th and 8th of October. It will be at the Hilton Hotel in Coventry, um, and people can book online. And um, the price this year that if you went to last year's convention, you pay for the convention, you stayed in the hotel, this year's price is a total of 45% cheaper than last year's price. Well, I mean, it's a fabulous job, isn't it? Especially in current, current climes. So just say where it is again, Coventry. At the Coventry Hilton, which is right by the M6. If you're flying in, it's 20 minutes from Birmingham International Airport. If you're coming by train, it's dead easy to get there from Coventry. So it's really, really easy to get to. Graham, thanks very much. I'm with a very good friend of mine, Paul Archer. Paul and I were at the Midlands chapter for many, many years. Hi, Paul. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you, Peter. Very well, very well. Quick question for you. We're at the Spring Convention. Mm. Why do you keep coming back? Why do I keep getting mad? Well, one of the main reasons is that Nigel Rissens has walked out and he spoke to us this morning and he is an idol. I come here because I learn loads of things from people that uh, you admire. Uh, you meet up with friends again as well. And uh, it's the learning, Peter. That's why I come back time and time again. Already I've got five things I'm going to take away with me and it's only halfway done. Can't believe it, can It'll be an exciting afternoon. Isn't it? Looking forward to it a lot. Thanks, Paul. Hey.
Well, I'm sitting quietly just outside of the Meet the Pros session with our very own Alan Stevens, ex-president of the PSA and current president of the Global Speakers Federation. Hi, Alan. Nice to see you, Peter. So we're in a fab time, aren't we? It's superb. But we, th- these conventions are absolutely great for recharging your batteries and finding out. I, I always come along and find out some brilliant stuff, and it's only halfway through the day, and I've found out some great material already. Well, you've just come back from Australia. Australia, that's right. The National Speakers Association of Australia convention. 300 people in Melbourne. Again, full of great ideas, full of great speakers, absolutely terrific. And of course we've got another convention very shortly around the corner. Global Speakers Summit coming up next week in the Netherlands and then after that I'm off to uh, South Africa, to uh, Cape Town for the PSA South Africa convention. So you'll be home for a couple of days. Yeah, literally a couple (laughs) of days. (laughs) (laughs) So if somebody was listening to this right now, they have aspirations for speaking abroad, perhaps I don't know, their associate uh, Mm -hmm. joined recently and they listen to lots of people that are travelling around the Mm -hmm. world. What is the GSF? What is it that helps so much in, in terms of people, not just as aspiring speakers, but you know, obviously you know, speakers that have been speaking for, you know, for a long time? Well, the GSF, the Global Speakers Federation, is the worldwide body for professional speakers. So all 6,000 speakers in all their 11 national associations are automatically members of the Global Speakers Federation. And there's a website, globalspeakers.net, where they can upload a profile, they can upload all sorts of information, they can even sell their products. They can put their books online there. That's all free as part of being a member of PSA UK or any other national association. So that's just an, an added benefit. It doesn't mean that you need to speak internationally, but it's a benefit anyway because that website is now attracting a lot of hits from Google. Bookers, people who might want to bring you into their organisation, are looking at that website. And if you're not on there, you're missing an opportunity. I think the, the, the thing that has occurred to me over the years uh, since I first met you, Alan, is that I know you've put a lot of time and effort into flying around the world because it's something you wanted to do. Sure. And, of course, we've just listened to Nigel Risner saying, be mm. very clear whether that is what you want to do, yes. if you want to fly or not, or wh- whatever it is. Uh, what do you think uh, the, the key thing you've got as you've gone along this route of, of going to all the different events and meetings and eventually becoming GSF president? What are the key things you've got from it? Well, I mean, they, they say, you know, the, the old phrase, travel broadens the mind. It really does. And what, what it's done is it's sh- well, it shown me two things. One is that speaking is very much the same globally. People face the same issues and the same challenges and deliver similar sorts of advice. But there are also nuances. So you, you find something in one country, in Australia or in Malaysia or in America, and you think, well, that's a really good idea. I wonder if that would work here. I wonder if that would work in South Africa. So it's really sharing knowledge because the great thing about professional speakers I'm sure you would agree we share knowledge with one another in this profession and we learn all the time and everywhere I go I learn something and I bring that back to my home association to pass that on to to everybody that I'm working with so it's, it's really about working with an international association of people who understand what you do and want to help it's just extraordinary. Okay, so if somebody was aspiring to speak, I say abroad, mm-hmm. assuming the people listening to this are in the UK, what would your first port to call be? What I would say to people is decide where it is that you, that you want to speak and just decide on, on one country or one place that you're interested in, find out as much as you can about it and contact the professional speakers who live there. You can find those on globalspeakers.net, obviously. Find out as much as you can and then pay a visit. And it may be that you have to go once or twice. This is something Roger Harrell always says, of course. You may need to go once or twice at your own expense simply to find out the lie of the land, to find out what goes on, have meetings with with organisations there. And if you do that and you focus on one place and you make that absolutely what you're interested in, you will find that business opportunities start to arise. But if you just try and spread yourself across the world and say, I want to be an international speaker, it's not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. It's a bit like if you decide you want to, to either work or sell products in America. Yeah. Yeah, the, the experienced people say, don't just pick a state. Well, pick a state or pick a town. Or, you know? yeah, yeah. or pick a town and start be, from Be there. very, very precise and very, very focused. It's, it, it's much easier to start focused and spread out than to, to have a sort of global focus and then say, well, I'll, I'll go for the opportunities as they arise, because they won't. It's a bit like a niche or a niche. Depending. It's a bit like a niche or a niche, yes, which Friedman would say. Yes, yes exactly, right. which is what we've just listened to. So that just finally, I guess, just give us that website address again to check things it's out. globalspeakers.net. And it's very, very important that, that you go there, that you put your profile, your picture, and your product. And you can use the logos. Of course you can. Fantastic. Alan, thanks very much indeed. It's been a pleasure. Cheers. I've been a member of the PSA for about 10 years and have spent many an hour, especially with new and potential members, explaining the benefits of why I've stayed a member and what I've gotten out of it and what potentially they could glean in the same way. 
Now, somebody I met not that long ago was a guy called Barry Jackson, and I thought I'd spend a little bit of time with him so that anybody listening to this for the first time would understand what somebody like Barry has got from the PSA. I'm currently with a yes, another speaker pal of mine, Barry Jackson. Hi, Barry, how are you doing? Very well, thanks, Peter. Barry, I want to talk to you about the PSA, obviously, as this is Moving Voices. What I want to ask you, really... How long have you been a member now? Just over a year. And where are you in, in membership status? I'm currently, uh, I, I'm not quite a, f- a full member. I'm, uh, I have to complete my ten speeches. Yeah. I've got to eight. Number nine is next week. Excellent. So very nearly there. Well done, well done. So, what have you got from the PSA? What is it, that, what, in fact, let's just, what attracted you to the PSA and what made you join it was, I was two things really, Peter. I was already a member of Toastmasters International, yeah. still am, get a lot out of Toastmasters. But I happened to be taking part uh, in a Toastmasters competition. And I met a guy called uh, Peter Milligan, yes. who you'll know very well. Yes. Uh, he and I were competing against each other in this competition. And afterwards, when the whole thing was over, uh, we just got chatting and I I happened to mention to Peter that I was interested in uh, not just developing my speaking skills, but making it more of a a core business skill, offering myself as a professional speaker. And he said to me, well, if that's what you want to do, Barry, you really ought to be looking at the uh, Professional Speakers Association. Until then, I hadn't heard of them. But Peter said to me, look, you really need to come along, uh, check the thing out. So I did. I googled it, came to a couple of chapter meetings in Birmingham, loved the people I met, uh, and by good fortune, I, I happened to be checking the, uh, the association out just about eight weeks before Spring Convention last year. Yeah. And I thought, right, well, I, I need to be there. And the power of the speakers was fantastic. And I met David Heiner, who agreed to become my mentor. And it's just sort of rolled on from there, really. That's, that's how I first became involved. Well, that's great. And I think that if I had a pound for every time I heard a story similarly, and for my own personal story, it's exactly the same, really. Mm. Um, you know, I always give the same advice, which is, Come and come and take a look. Be a fly on the wall. See yeah. like the sort of people, yeah. and and uh, it's the relationships that you make. I think that, that really make the difference with the PSA. And I think early in, in when you join the PSA, that's not not so obvious. But why do people stay around in an association for ten years? Long mm. long since after perhaps mm. they're very successful in mm. what they do. And the answer is it's the friendships and the associates. Uh, I suppose so. You're nearly there, a full membership, which is great, well done. So it's great you've got that speech number nine. What's the core benefits you've got so far? So you've been a man, you've joined the association for about a year. Mm. What's the core benefits you've got so far, do you think? I think I I would say there are are really two things that have been enormous benefits. The first thing is that I've had an opportunity to meet people from businesses who are very complementary to mine. And when I say complementary, I mean we're, we're going to the same type of customers but offering different types of service. And David Heiner has introduced me to uh, such a group, which you belong to as well, of course, Peter, yeah. uh, which is focusing on, uh, on servicing schools. So we've got a group. So I've suddenly been introduced to a group of people now who have a lot more experience in that market, but who are offering different services. So we can we can now refer business to each other because our businesses complement each other. I think that is number one. I think the other one, which is enormously valuable, is that. A lot of the people I've met in the PSA have a lot of experience in how to market themselves. So, for example, uh, when I started coming regularly to chapter meetings, I noticed that whoever was speaking, they seemed to have published a book. And, uh, you know, I'm one of these people that's always... I've always wanted to write a book. (laughs) 
And now suddenly people were saying to me, Barry, you need to write a book, you need to write a book. Uh, and, but they gave me a whole different perspective, that this is not an ego trip. And by the way, your book probably won't make much money. But what it will do is give you a reputation, because people look at... People, oh, he's an author, he must be good. Now, yeah. the book might be crap. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mine won't be, but... <laughs> <laughs> of course not. But, you know, now that was... Now, I'd never had that advice from anywhere else, and it made total sense to me. So I'm just getting so much input on, really, ideas for marketing myself through people who've done it successfully. And I'm, I would never have thought of that for myself. Just wouldn't have done I think you're right. I think that um, everybody that comes to a PSA meeting, I think sooner or later, we say you've got to have a book, and even mm. though I've got three, there'll be another one later in the year. And of course, yeah. people have said, well, if you are going to produce it, but here are the people you need to speak well, to. Well, yeah, that's they're the in thing. The PSA. That's, that's the thing. There are so many people that you can pick up a phone to, or mm. you can meet face to face and get the information you really need. And mm. Again, you know, it's a great advert for the PSA. I'm biased. I've been a member for the best part of ten years now. <laughs> so you know, you create those associations. I, I think. So you, you obviously you're visiting. You visited Spring Convention last year, this year, um, mm. uh, and you've been visiting regional meetings at, in the Midlands for, for Birmingham. I guess. So, I, go, I go to most. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. so um, what's the key thing you get? You, do you get from those meetings? From the chapter meetings, yeah. uh, uh, again, I think it's what I get from the chapter meetings is, is I think, regular association with the same people. Uh, I mean, as yeah. with any organisation, you yes, you meet people at Spring Convention, uh, but you might, but if they're at the other end of the country, you probably don't see them again till next year. Yes. Whereas at the chapter meeting, you're you're meeting colleagues who you're going to see it probably at least once a month and mm. you start to build a you get to know what they do they get to know what you do mm. and you build a friendship yes. I, I think you're right I think it's a, that's a great advert I think for, for, for what I meetings. also like although this hasn't happened yet you, you'll know that the the Birmingham chapter are about to start introducing uh, master classes mm. as, as part of each monthly meeting now that I think is going to be of huge value to me. Mm. Although, of course, the first one I think is—is is it next month or July? Mm. Mm. Uh, and I'm I'm determined to come to that as well. Well, I, th I think again over the years, uh, masterclasses uh, have come and gone, uh, and uh, you know that, they're back again. I think it's great that they are. Mm. It very much depends on, on on each region what they want to do and how they want to do it. And it's the, mm. the group of people that, that are there that drive it, which is the fabulous thing about the PSA. Mm. You can go to you can go to more events in different places and get different results. Spring convention is different again. Mm. Uh, you know, autumn national convention this year will be different again as it is every year, and, and uh, uh, I think that's the key really. So you're obviously happy at being a member of the PSA. It's obviously working for Very you. Very much so. So yeah. it's working for you. Personally and professionally, that's what I'm, mm. I'm picking up from you, if you like. Yes. Uh, and uh, it, it's great to hear. Good luck with your speech on number nine, close to number ten soon. Uh, and thanks for your time, Barry. Thanks for much indeed. Pleasure. The next interview, there was a great friend called Jeff Ram. Now, Jeff joined the PSA not that long ago, really, and his meteoric rise to the heights of where he's speaking these days across the world he attributes absolutely to the PSA in many ways plus of course his own hard effort and work and I think anybody that's interested in how to raise their career will find this interview so so useful here's the interview with Jeff right now well this morning I'm having a conversation with a good pal Jeff Ram morning Jeff Good morning, Peter. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you for asking. How are you? Very good. Good. <laughs> Very I know you've just come back from sunny South Africa pretty recently. Um, what I want to do for everybody listening to Moving Voices today is to, to a little bit about your journey, really, uh, and about you know how you've been coming involved in the PSA and, and, and why you've continued to, and your speaker journey, because I know many people are always interested in the journey of speakers because it never ends, uh, and I know yours has been a good one. It's been good fun to, to listen to. So, how did you get into speaking and joining the PSA? How did that all happen for you, Jeff? Yeah, the, the, the speaking side, Peter, um, 
I, I was a marketing advisor for an enterprise agency many, many years ago, uh, so I was employed, and my ex-business enterprise lecturer, he phoned me up, and he said, do you fancy coming along to, to this event we've got at the university? I said, well, I've already graduated. You know, why should I come along? He says, we've got a motivational business guru coming along. I said, a motivational what? He says, we've got this speaker. I went along to this event, I sat in the back of the room, not knowing what to expect, and I was just totally blown away totally blown away by this guy. This guy's called uh, Tom Edge. Uh, he was, he was from your neck of the woods. He's from yeah, the Midlands. Absolutely. And I was just blown away. I got in the car. I drove uh, home. I was thinking, God, I would love to do this. I would love to do what he's doing. He's, he's coming all this way. I'm, I presume he's getting paid. Um, and, he, and he's sharing ideas and, and to help businesses and to help start up businesses. And I thought, oh, I could do this. I could do this on the marketing side. So I went home and I said to my, said to my wife, I said, look, look, I saw this guy tonight, it's something I'd really like to do. So that was always on the back burner because I was employed. I then got another job, I was a marketing manager of a water retail group and I was working with some really large brands. And um, on the last day of February 2002, uh, myself and the whole team were made redundant. Um, they, just, they got rid of the whole marketing department and uh, the next day, March the 1st, 2002, I started up my own business, a business called Mercury Marketing. And I went back to my my real passion of helping sort of startups and, and and small business with their marketing. And this business is now nine years old. But what I did was I, I did a, a really sort of big career shift three and a half years ago. My business Mercury Marketing is very successful and it's great and it it, it serves the, the the clients well in the northeast of England. But what I really wanted to do, and, and I looked back to the passion of what I saw in Tom, I thought I would like to get on the speaking circuit. I would like to be able to deliver what I do marketing-wise on a day-to-day -day basis to, to audiences. So I set out and I, I basically split the brands. And I created JeffRam.com or JeffRam Marketing Speaker overnight. And I said, look, this is what I want to do. If I had a choice in my career, I would love to become a speaker. And still have my consultancy business on, on the side. So I set up the brand, set up the website, and I thought what I really need here is, is support. Um, and I need to get in and amongst other speakers. I need to be a part of something here. I needed to develop. I don't have a coach, a mentor, or anything like that. I need to get in and amongst the industry. And I came across the, the PSA, did a search online, came across the website, and um, I contacted uh, Juliet Lee, who was then the president of the PSA Northeast chapter, and she said, oh, come down, come down to the chapter and, and see what you think. So it was bright and breezy, half past five, got up on a Saturday morning, I thought, what am I doing, what am I doing? Got in the car and I drove all the way down to, uh, to Leeds, and Peter, to be honest with you, after the first ten minutes of the meeting, I was just hooked. <laughs> I was, if I had a quid for every time I heard that. <laughs> just, yeah, you'd have three quid. Oh, at least. Um, <laughs> you would, I was just hooked. There was a celebration zone. John Atauka was, was stood at the front. He said, oh, I'm John Atauka. Welcome to the... And I'm, I'm, I'm wet behind the ears. I'm new to this. I'm like, what on earth's going on here? It's like nine o'clock on Saturday morning. And they went around the room. And he said, well, we've got a celebration zone. Whatever you're going to celebrate from the previous meeting, share it out. So we went around the room and somebody says, oh, I've just signed this book deal. And somebody says, oh, I've just finalised my keynote and somebody else says oh I've just got this and um, it just went around the room I thought oh, I've got to be a part of this I've just got to be a part of this they did a, a checkout zone and they did two keynote speakers and I signed up there and then to become a member of the of the PSA and that's where my journey started that's really when I became sort of hopefully what I call the professional speaking side of, of, of me and my business um, so so I, what I'm hearing you saying is that it, it, you went as a fly on the wall and you, you met kindred spirits, I, I guess. That, that's, what, that's what we hear over and over again. Is that about it? Doubt. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And I remember the time, I think it was sort of around about the June time, um, the, the, the invitations were coming out for the convention. And, oh, the PSA convention's here and it's going to be there and it's going to be doing this. And I saw it and I thought, this is really quite... It was only a few months off from my first meeting. I thought, shall I get to this? And, and our late friend, uh, Clive Gott, I, I, I turned to Clive and I said, um, should I get to the convention? And he said, if you're serious about speaking, you go to the convention. 
and that really sort of hit home and I thought okay okay it was really soon I didn't go to that convention but I was starting to go to all the meetings and um, I did my checkout zone I did my checkout zone I got a 15 minute slot to do my stuff and um, of course we've all done it or lots of us have done it it is the most terrifying let's that's, that's, that's wear brown trouser moment oh, you can get oh absolutely it's terrifying because you do your stuff, but you, but all of a sudden it's a different audience. Yeah. They're looking at how you dress, how you walk, what you say, how you say it, and and I'm thinking, oh my word, this this could be a nightmare. And I did it. And to to be fair, I got um, I got some lovely feedback. There was there was two of the groups said actually we forgot it was a checkout zone. We put our pens down. And we just started listening, which I thought was nice, and they gave me a big confidence boost. Kept on going to the meetings. Became a member of the PSA. And uh, what I wanted to do and, and, uh, was to go around the different chapters. So I contacted all the sort of the, the presidents and uh, spoke in the middle and spoke, well, spoke to every chapter in a, a couple of the chapters twice now in the last couple of years. And just going around and, and, and helping other speakers and say, look, this is how I market my business and share with them some of my keynote ideas. And you just get to meet more and more people. Peter, you know this, you know the power of networking. It's, it's phenomenal. So it, it, it is, and I, I think uh, the, the thing that you can't explain until you've been through that journey is the amount of friendships you make. It's actually, <laughs> to me, it's, it's the thing that long, long after perhaps you've learned an awful lot of stuff, yeah. it's the reason why you, you absolutely say, yeah, I'm going to get to PSA meetings. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, was it the following year? I, I, I went to my first convention, my first convention um, down, down in the Midlands. And uh, I was still still a newbie. I'd, I'd been to a few meetings and all the rest of it, but still very much the newbie. No, I didn't know anybody, to be honest with you, and nobody really knew me. And um, I was sat in the back of the room, and Elvon Spencer starts. He opens with it with a keynote, and we've got yeah. uh, Robin Seeger and yeah. Leslie Everett the next day, and, and all these top guys, these top, top speakers. And I'm just sat in awe, just sat in awe. And I sat in the back of the room, and um, I only knew a couple of the guys from the northeast who had come down. And uh, I turned and I said, um, I would love to do this. I would love to speak main stage. I would love one day to, to, to do this. And um, that, that, was the, that was kind of the, the, the sort of the focus, the ambition was to, was to actually achieve that. The following year, I, uh, I put in for, yeah, I applied to speak main stage. And uh, I thought, I would love to do this, and I think I've got some, some great stuff, and, and I think it could go down really well. Um, so I put in for main stage, and a few weeks later, I got the Dear John letter. And it's... <laughs> <laughs> I remember if it was yesterday, because I still smile at it. It said, Dear Jeff, congratulations. Um, you'll be speaking uh, at, at this year's convention. I was so excited when I was reading it. Um, you'll be speaking at a concurrent session. Yes. And I'm sorry, Peter, but it, it, and I've told this a few people, it's like winning silver at the Olympics, you know? It's like, well done, but you just missed out on the main stage. Yeah, you yeah. Ju- you're almost close to the goal. But that, that, yeah, that's, that's the sort of pinnacle of in, in, within the PSA, I, I, I see, as well as becoming a fellow, of course. Um, I thought, you know, that's... Uh, concurrent session, fine. That, that, that's okay, that, that's, that's fine. And, of course, I did it. I don't know, you were in the room, there was Leslie in the room, there was uh, Roger Harrop in the room, there was Derek Gardner in the room. All the guys who I'd seen as sort of like the, the big guys and the names in, in the PSA all came to my concurrent session. It yeah. went well. Um, I hope it went well. Um, that went very well. I remember it well. It, it seemed to go down a, a, a treat, so I was, I was happy with that. And another good convention, had a great time, met more and more people and all the rest of it. But what happened the day later? I got in, I got in the taxi to, to, not to go home, I got in the taxi with Sean Weaver and, and Kenny Harris, and uh, Sean went off to Ireland, Kenny went up to Scotland, and I went off to Iran. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is the power of networking, and here's the real power of the PSA, you just never, ever know, you just never know what, 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 what can come from being a part of an organisation like this. Um, four months early, I got a phone call, Friday afternoon, three o'clock. Uh, on my phone it had international out of area and I thought this must be a call centre and I was debating whether to pick the phone up and I was almost going to leave it and I picked it up at the last minute and I said hello and the, there was a three second delay and, and this uh, this foreign voice came over he said can I speak to Mr Jeff Ram I said speak and he said this is Jeff I said yeah 
He says, what are you doing on the 17th, 18th, 19th and 20th of November? And I didn't ask why. I just went to my diary. I flicked through the pages and I said, um, well, I'm, I'm speaking at the PSA convention on the Friday. I'm there till the Sunday. He says, that's fine. We'll fly you out on Sunday night. And I, I said, to where? And he said, Tehran. I said, Tehran, Iran, Tehran. He said, yeah. I said, and, and Peter, I thought this was a wind-up. I thought one of my mates has phoned up the local radio station <laughs> because my surname's Ram, Tehran, yeah, yeah, Iran. Yeah, 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 let's, yeah. let's get a bit big freeze boots here. He's speaking all over the play, all over the UK. Let's, let's, let's wind them up. And I thought this was a, this was a joke on the radio. So I was, I was very professional. I was talking about visas and, and all the rest of it. And, um, it wasn't a joke. It wasn't a joke. And, uh, I had a week uh, in, in Iran speaking at the World Advertisement Forum, the world's first advertising forum, and also in the city of Isfahan. And people say, well, how did you get the gig? Was it your website? Was it your brochures? Was it your leaflets? Was it your one-pager? Was it your business card? What, what was it? And it was, a, it was a referral from a gentleman who we all know called Mike Ogilvie. And uh, the gentleman in, in question in, from Iran, Sepa, uh, he contacted Mike and said, Mike, can you come over and speak? And Mike couldn't, couldn't do that event. He says, who can you recommend? He says, I've heard of a guy called Jeff Ram. You need to speak to Jeff. And this is the power, though. This is the power of being a part of an association like yeah, this. Obviously, uh, you, know, uh, you know, I know this story very well. Uh, and the thing that, that, uh, that I really love about it is the power of association, the power of the association, yeah. is that Mike did that. He hadn't seen you speak, but enough yeah. people that he knew said, uh, suggest Jeff, because that's what he actually did. He checked out first and, yeah. and then said, I haven't seen him personally, but these people have, and they're saying, go, uh, uh, he, you know, with the right person. Yeah. And, and that's the power of all, of everybody knowing each other, isn't it? It's, it is. And, you know, word of mouth can kill you, but yeah. word of mouth can also make you. Yeah. And, um, I, I got, I got on that flight, went across to Iran, and hand on heart, I've, I've told so many people, and for anybody listening to this, uh, that, you know, they're going to know this, but it, it, changed my, it changed me as a speaker and it changed my speaking business just by being out there. My first international gig, and it totally changed me. I, I, you know, working with our good friend Chris Rycroft Davis, we yeah. both went over on the plane. Complete and utter, certainly for me, fish out of water. You know, what, will the audience get this? Will they understand my accent? Will they understand my ideas? And I met uh, Michael Jackson over there, um, great speaker uh, over in South Africa, and we just hit it off. As a team, we all hit it off. And I've never laughed so much. I've never learned so much. And we did some great stuff for the audience. And from that, I was booked to go back again last year. And I'm the only speaker to have been booked three consecutive conferences. I'm back did, out there. Did you not come here. back with something from that? Oh, <laughs> I'm looking at it at the minute. <laughs> um, I knew you were going to ask that. Um, yeah, they've got a. Uh, this is this is. It, it changed me because I, I, I saw the, I saw the the ability to sort of change my material whilst I'm on stage, or just before I go on. And, and you know, I'd always gone in with this keynote of that's what I'm going to do, that's when I'm going to start, that's when I'm going to end. But I think the biggest thing I learned was the ability to, to I've got the, the confidence, should I say now, to change my stuff in an instant. And that's the, the one of the biggest things that, I, that I've learned about being on stage. And um, they, they, they do a voting system. I know there's a lot of guys in the PSA have been out to Iran, but those who haven't, I'll, I'll quickly explain it. They've got a voting system. As soon as you finish this, uh, you, you talk, you're walking off the stage, a picture of you goes up on the screen with four yellow buttons. On those yellow buttons on the screen, in Farsi, are the words um, excellent, good, average, and <laughs> the last one, they use the word weak. Weak. Weak, is that the weak. word? Oh, weak. Right, okay. So that's, that's something we'll have to do for the convention, I think, Peter, for oh, this yeah, year. Yeah, that'd be interesting. <laughs> yeah. So the, the MC asks all of the audience to, to get their phones out and to uh, vote uh, what they thought of the speaker. And then in 10 minutes' time, that will actually go live on screen as a bar chart for the whole audience to see There's about 1,000 people in that room. And I was thinking, oh, my word, I'm, you know, this, if you're going to die, you're going to die in public. <laughs> you know? Yeah. If you're going to fly, you're going to fly in public. But it was yeah, the death yeah. thing that was worrying me. The death came third, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, all I wanted... 
hand on heart, all I wanted was to, to not be bottom. I didn't want to be the first at the Big Brother house. I didn't want to be the first of X Factor. I wanted to just be in and amongst it. Sure, sure. Mid to top will do. Mid yeah. mid table will do. That's things. a typical Brit, isn't it, really? Well, it's just some of the Aston Villa thing, Peter. Yeah, the table's yeah. quite happy, you know. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, mate. Yeah, just, just, <laughs> just below Sunderland. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you pinch our players. Anyhow, yeah, it's true. So, uh, after day one, they put all the results up. After day one, Michael Jackson was number one. Of course, he is. He's a phenomenal speaker. Great guy. I was second, and I was thinking, great, get the plane. I'll go home now. I'm quite happy. I'm quite happy with second. I just want to leave. Day two, we had different keynotes to the same audience. And day two, I was voted number one, Michael was voted number two, and, but when they put the results together, I was voted best speaker wow, of, of that conference, and I won a Persian rug, this beautiful handmade silk Persian rug, which is worth a, a, an absolute fortune, and it, uh, yeah, it's in my house, proud, proudly displayed, and, and it's, it's just things like this that, that you know, that, that certainly changed me in confidence. That's the thing, Peter. Confidence. You, you. But what I would, what I would say, and this is to um, anybody who's, who's 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 joining the PSA, and then you know, sort of uh, towards the bottom of the ladder, you know, looking to raise the profile and get up there and and aspire to. Um, what I would say is, is this: um, I thought, I thought I was good enough for main stage a couple of years ago. I actually thought it, it was, you know. I thought I was good enough and I thought my stuff and I still think to this day I would have done an okay job but the things I learned and the confidence I gained from being out in Iran I I, I wasn't ready a couple of years ago I wouldn't have been ready to speak on main stage but you were last year weren't you well yeah yeah I put in again for to speak main stage and thanks to yourselves I, 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 I got the main stage I delivered I closed on day one and uh, for the first time ever, I got a standing ovation, and that'll that'll always live with me. Um, but I know for a fact that, and I think this is for any sort of aspiring speakers, and I, and and I say this to anybody: just give it time, just give it time. This thing will mature and it will develop, and you get better and better and better, hopefully. Um, but experiences along the way, the journey, um, this will help you become a better speaker. We all think we're ready. We all think we're, we can do a better job than the person stood up there. There's not a more nerve-wracking audience you can do it in front of. Now, undoubtedly, it's not a Shapiro group at the end of the day. And, uh, you know, I was uh, very happy that you were speaking. Uh, you know, this year, the president, uh, it's called the president's convention. I'm actually not keen on that. I think it's everybody's convention, but it was my presidential year, and I was over the moon that you were speaking on it. Uh, and the room loved what you did. And I agree with you, it takes time. And, and you know, obviously your experience two years later is, is very, very different. And that's the whole point. It's, well, sometimes people will say, you know, it's a bit trite, you know, saying it's a speaker's journey, it's never ending. But it's a fact. I've been oh, doing this God. for 12 years and I know full well that I'm, I'm a different speaker to what I was six years ago. Yeah. And it's just the experiences you have. And I think, I think it's very wise advice for anybody listening. Yeah. We, we're getting to the end. So just briefly, Jeff. If I was to ask you, what's the, I don't know, two, three key things you've got from the PSA today, what would they be? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> it's like the life of Brian. It's like the life of Brian moment when somebody says, you know, so what, what have the Romans ever done for us? Yeah, it is. Yeah. And it's like, what has the PSA ever done for you? Yeah. And it's like, you, you, you sort of, st what, have, what have you done for me? Um, to date, everything. To date, everything in, in, in my speaking business. Um, the network of people, the network of other speakers who I can pick up the phone to and say, I've got a problem, I've got an opportunity, I've got an idea, I can pick up the phone. And uh, people in the PSA, unlike any other organization, will genuinely pick up the, you'll receive that call and help you, guaranteed, whether it be over the phone or, or grabbing a coffee. They will genuinely help you. So you've got that support structure around you 24-7. Um, confidence. Confidence. Um, you will grow. Um, certainly for me, the, the, the confidence to, to deliver my stuff pretty much anywhere now. Uh, and we, we cannot we cannot look any further than if you want to raise your profile and create awareness of yourself. The network. The network. Um, for me, everything. Confidence. The network. 
Um, and you, you're right. Any any event, any meeting, any spring convention, any May convention, any European convention, you just pick up one or two ideas, and it just means it takes the one or two ideas that can take your business further. And people say, you know, what what does what does the PSA do? What what has it done for you? And I say, well, look, it's everything. I, th- I think it's uh, I think that's very wise. Um, counsel that they're giving to anybody listening. I think also, Jeff, and I, I would say, say, having you know met you and then you know obviously got to know you over the years, the key thing is is that you were prepared to put the time and effort in to make it happen. And I think that's true of everybody who who really believe in the PSA. They believe in it because they take the time and trouble to get to the position where they have a network. They get to the position where they can pick up the phone to people. They get to the position of having spoken around the. The, the regional meetings and gotten to know people and and and, and uh, learn from, from you know from those challenges and I, I think it's not something that happens overnight and it's it's also something that you don't throw away either because once once you've built that you need to keep building it just like any association really absolutely Jeff it's been fabulous to talk to you times up I guess so where are you off to next speaking off to next um in uh, sunny Dublin on uh, this Sunday. I'm closing a conference, a three-day conference, for the Association of South African Travel Agents, I have you not. Wow, in Dublin. Yes. Well, there <laughs> I'm, you I'm go. Here, ten seconds. Can I tell you how I got this gig? Yeah, go on. Very right. quick. I got this gig. I've, uh, after the convention last year, Wolfgang Reber, the South African president, came over and said to me, there's a keynote with your name on it in Cape Town. It's yours. I thought, oh, my word, what do I do here? And I went. So I went out and I spoke at the South African conference, a uh, great, great conference, uh, last week. Because of my contacts with Michael Jackson, who's got an agent in Johannesburg, who now has become my agent, I said, I'm coming out to the conference. Could, is there a chance of getting some gigs either side? I, sp- I spent a week and I did an extra two gigs in Johannesburg. First time in South Africa and Keenan over there. Because of the links with my, uh, Paul McConnell, who's, you know, related to Shea, our very own Shea McConnell. Yes. Uh, Paul McConnell with the Unique Speaker Bureau, uh, his client, the Association of South African Travel Agents, he said, Jeff, Let's do, uh, you know, I'll put you forward and let's do a gig. So I'm over in Dublin. So we just, I, I look at everything now, it comes back to the PSA, Peter. Anybody who's listening to this who hasn't been to a convention, you've got to get yourself along. Seriously, that's my promotional plug. I'm the marketing guy, so I've had to put it in. Quite but right. Seriously, too. it'll change you. It'll change you. It's the power of association. Absolutely. Seth Ram, thanks very much indeed. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Cheers. interview today on Moving Voices is with our current president, Graham Jones. And Graham's got some fabulous information about where the PSA is going and, of course, more about the Autumn Convention. I'm really lucky to be with the president of the Professional Speaking Association, Graham Jones, this morning. Morning, Graham. Hi, Peter. So how are you? Are you having a good day? Uh, yeah, it's early in the day, so so far so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, well, then briefly for obviously this uh, edition of Moving Voices, I know you want to just mention about what happened at the Spring Convention. Well, we had a fantastic Spring Convention, over a hundred people there again, and uh, you know every year we get uh, a huge uh, positive feedback from the the Spring Convention and of course the the Autumn Convention, and these two big meetings each year. Uh, the things that people really look forward to because they get fantastic speakers and fantastic learning and support from all the people who are there. And I spoke to many new members and existing members who were saying, you know, it's those kind of meetings that really make being a member of the PSA completely and totally worthwhile. I think you're right. I think we had a, had a super time. It's always great to meet up with so many of our old friends, and of course the pair of us have been uh, uh, you know, members of the PSA now for many years, and I was having a conversation recently with someone, and they were saying, long, long after you, you perhaps get the basics of what you need from the PSA, it's actually the friendships that you create are the, one of the key reasons why you're staying, isn't it? Well, quite, and also you're constantly learning from those people. I know that every time I go to something like the Spring Convention or the Autumn Convention, I, I, I pick up more tips, more hints, more things to do uh, to improve my speaking business and also get reminded of some of the things that I'd forgotten that I should be doing or that I was doing and that for some reason I'd put aside, as it were, as something else new and shiny came along. Um, so 
it's often your friends that remind you of those things. I think you're right. I think it doesn't about you, but invariably for all these meetings that we have, and of course the fellowship meetings that we have, you get a big long list and you do your damnedest to do them all, but of course you don't, do you? But if you at least score a result on some of them, it, you know, it's more than worth the investment, and then sure enough, you'll be reminded of them next time anyway, won't you? I think, as I recall, the last fellows meeting that you were at, uh, you were a bit disappointed because you left with only 18 things. Yes, yes, I was shocked. You That's know, I was <laughs> <laughs> and I have actually actioned quite a few of those, but there will be some that I won't because that's life, isn't it, really? So I agree with. I think spring convention was fab, and um, then of course we've got you know we've got autumn convention coming. Yeah, and talking of those fellows meetings, that um, what many people don't realise is what we actually do at those meetings. We share best practices, we come up with ideas, and we show in short six-minute presentations exactly what uh, we have achieved with just one minor thing in our business and how it might help other people. And every single fellow who attends those meetings says that they leave those meetings with more confidence for the future of their business, with more ideas for the future of their business, with better focus for their business. And every fellow sees that those tiny little six-minute presentations are the things that really help them. And we're going to be using exactly that kind of idea at the Autumn Convention. So at the Autumn Convention, and this is an exclusive announcement, Derek Arden, our president next year, is organizing a fellows meeting for everybody, whether they're a guest, whether they're an associate, whether they're a member, or whether they're a fellow. On the Sunday morning, we're going to be doing exactly what we do at a fellows meeting for everyone. Oh, that's fantastic. And that's a bonus, isn't it, effectively? It is a bonus, yeah. So that's, uh, that's going to be happening on the Sunday morning. And the convention itself um, obviously starts on the, the Friday lunchtime. And for the first time ever, we're going to be having a two-hour workshop on the Friday afternoon where Phil Jesson is going to be there explaining how people can really get the maximum out of working with leadership groups and chief executive groups, how you can get bookings for those groups and how you can extend the kind of work that you do for those organizations. So in the past, we've had maybe half an hour on that. We're going to have a two-hour in-depth workshop on how you can get more bookings uh, with leadership groups across the UK. Phil's a highly experienced uh, individual in that area, obviously being part of the Academy of Chief Executives and uh, you know, and, and, and long supporter you know, to the board. Uh, for the PSA, and he's very experienced with that stuff. I can't wait for that. I think that'll be a fabulous event. And, uh, you know, the, the, the Sunday morning session, if you can make it, will be fabulous. We, we know as fellows how well run Derek Arden uh, uh, makes those events run. So for everybody, that would be a hell of a bonus, won't it? Big will. Um, but, of course, we shouldn't forget what we're doing on the Saturday as well, uh, where, uh, for the first time, we're having two sets of workshops rather than one set, so we can have more practical stuff rather than big set-piece kind of uh, keynotes, but that doesn't mean we haven't got keynotes. And in fact, our closing keynote uh, comes from Terry Brock, who is the world's expert on the use of technology for marketing and relationship marketing using technology. He's a former board member of the NSA, um, has been a, a, a welcome guest to the PSA several times, um, and he's going to be closing our, our meeting uh, talking about how we can connect with our customers and our audiences using the latest kind of uh, technologies. I remember the first time I saw Terry speak, and uh, he, he goes down particularly, I think, with UK audiences very, very well, because he talks in a no-nonsense, very relaxed way, but he always comes up with good, practical stuff, doesn't he? He does, absolutely. Um, the, the only worry I have is that every time I see him, I end up thinking... Oh, there's another bit of technology I've got to buy. Um, so, <laughs> it cost me a fortune. Not from him, but you know he's not selling you stuff. No. Realise that you actually need to maybe go out and buy a new kind of video camera, or a new kind of recording device, or a new kind of um, technology for showing your your slides to audiences, or whatever it is. Um, but uh, that whatever it, whatever he tells you you realize that actually this is really stunning, brilliant stuff. And his presentations themselves use all the latest technology to show you how to do it. 
Yeah, and he has a great e-zine um, uh, that uh, anyone can subscribe to, and uh, comes out with so much content, and it's all it, it, and it's all content that uh, how do I put it? It's relevant to whatever country you're in. Quite, yeah. You know, it could, you know, it's not just North America. You know, yeah. what, what he's showing you, work, you know, absolutely it's the same thing. Yeah. So no matter where you're from, it, it'll work. Yeah. So. Excited about the autumn convention. That's, I think that's a, a bunch of good news. Anything else, Graham, or anything else you'd like to just leave us with with that? I just think that the, the only thing I would say is that um, because of the, the room that we've got this year, we are limited on space, uh, so we can't accept more than 120 people to the event. And already we've got just over 50 people booked. So the number of spaces, even this early on, is going very fast. Um, so if people don't book now via the, the PSA website, there's a chance they may not be able to come. Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I know a number of people that, that are already saying that they're going to book on very shortly. I mean, traditionally, with, with the conference, you know, we all know that people tend to leave it late because of the fact, frankly, they're looking to see if they've got a speaking gig somewhere. Uh, but I think you just can't afford to miss this year, can you? You can't, no. So um, book early. And also, like all these things, the closer we get, the, the more expensive it becomes. Absolutely. So it's in everybody's interest, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I know you will be as president. I know it will be a fabulous year. So, Graham, unless there's anything else, I think that's about it. Until the next edition of Moving Voices, when we'll get some more great information from you. But for now, Graham Jones, president of the PSA, thanks very much. Well, there you go, Times Witness. My thanks to Paul Archer, to Alan Stevens, to Barry Jackson, to Jeff Ram, and, of course, our current president, Graham Jones. This is Peter Roper and it's been a Positive Ground production on behalf of the PSA and I look forward to sharing some more knowledge, information and education on Moving Voices. Thanks for listening. <laughs>